Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Paige Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, wonderful, sweetie. Oh, what's up with the cold weather? That's what's up. Um, it is ice right now. Yes, yes, indeed. But you know what? We don't get it very often, so I'm not going to complain. There's places with worse weather than this, but it's pretty chilly today. Well, yeah, how about that? The sleet and the ice, I think, is the, the worst thing. But you know what? Let's not complain. Like you said, it's a nice day if you want to have some hot cocoa or some s'mores. All right. And I know the kids are home. Oh, a nice, school. warm, hot toddy. Oh, yeah, I think we'll have that today. My right. before. <laughs> Before we get into our, our regular toast, I wanted to remind everyone of the Bambushi Happy Hour Book Club. We will announce February's Book of the Month on our next episode, and it'll also be on our website. Also, for business owners or anyone interested in advertising on Podbean, go to our homepage, bambushihappyhour.com, and click on the Podbean banner for some great discounts on ads for your business or brand. And finally, it is Black History Month. We have a special guest this Sunday, February 5th, featuring a group of very smart and talented young men with an extremely purposeful and useful product. So guys, don't miss that. The video will premiere on YouTube, the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour at All Things Peju, this Sunday, February 5th at 7 p.m. Central. Now, I think I said a mouthful, Bob. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Well, got to keep the people informed. We do. Okay. We do. And, All right. And finally, we're going to do our toast, Ma, and we're going to be toasting with uh, Oldie But Goodie, Ego Tequila, uh, Miss Ricky Kelly's Ego Tequila, and we are toasting to the Black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, Patrick All Mahomes right. of the Kansas okay. City Chiefs and Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. All right. Let's raise our glasses. He is to health, wealth, happiness, long life, and prosperity, and Jalen and Patrick. Salud. Salud. Delicious. Okay. All right, daughter, what's going on? You took that tequila shot like a champ over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just mm -hmm. throw them back. That's okay. how you got to do it. Okay, sweetie. Okay, so what's been going on? Uh, well, like I said, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57 is coming on February 12th, Mom. There's so many things to look forward to. Obviously, the game, the halftime show with Miss Rihanna. Uh, Shirley Ralph is going to be singing the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Oh, wonderful. Ba yeah, yeah. Baby, baby face is going to be singing America the Beautiful. Wonderful. And, and Chris Stapleton is going to be uh, performing the national anthem. Okay. Now, now my. Oh, okay. good. Next, so we, have, we have a wonderful mixture there. It, there's only one that's a mix. Anyway. Uh, well, no, just, we have a somewhat. Of we have a somewhat. Uh, right. Okay. Well, Ma, I have a question for you. What do you have for me, daughter? This is all, you know, Super Bowl 57, but it's also known as the Kelsey Bowl because the Kelsey brothers yes. are going to be competing against yeah, each Travis other. Travis and Jason. And yes. Correct. So, Ma, 
Donna Kelsey, Mama Kelsey, she actually has a favorite in this game. Now, uh, first off, what I ask you is that out of pocket or on the money for Mama Kelsey to have a favorite, and then I'm going to tell you who her favorite is. Okay. You see, I hate to answer this because, you know, initially your first thought is that Mama Kelsey, no. All right. That's your first thought. Okay. You're supposed to love your kids equally and, and you still can. But I do understand why she might have a favorite. Okay. If I have my football history correct, only one of her sons has a ring already. You're not correct. They both have rings. Uh-oh. Well, Mama Kelsey, then you might be out of pocket. <laughs> you might be out of pocket, Mama Kelsey. I was trying to think of some justification, okay? Well, but Mama Kelsey, and maybe there is some, but Mama Kelsey, I, I, I see, I, I need more information. I'm not even qualified to answer this because, listen, in my heart and in my mind, I want to say, Mama Kelsey, you might be out of pocket. Well, let me tell you what her thinking was. So Travis initially thought it would be him because he's the youngest. But no, they think it is Jason because Jason has two beautiful daughters. And Mama Kelsey, Donna Kelsey said that once Travis has two daughters, <laughs> then it'll be even. But right now... Jason so who's she picking? I'm Jason, Jason Kelsey, because he has two daughters and Travis. And that and doesn't make him. sense to me. He already has two daughters in a ring. So what? Why is he? Why does she feel he needs another ring? Well, that's what. That's that what makes no said. sense to me. Well, oh, that's I don't want to get nothing from her. She sounds like an out of pocket fool. Go ahead, Mama Kelsey. I don't even want to talk to you. Say that to Mama Kelsey. To he. A lot of people would think that Jason is ahead of the game because he's got a ring and two beautiful daughters. Oh, I would think people, so too. I mean, a lot of people. What is she's her putting pressure on him? She wants her son to settle down. She oh, wants, she wants Travis of, to settle oh, down. Is that yes. her way of doing it? Oh, yes. maybe when you settle down, then maybe I'll root for you. Well, Mama, negative reinforcement is not good. You need to go back and open your psychology books. That is negative reinforcement. <laughs> Bye. You out of pocket, mama. Posi <laughs> people, people respond better to positive reinforcement. You out of pocket, mama. I'm, I, you know I'm crazy about your sons, especially Travis. But mama, you out of pocket. I would think my, listen, I'm with you. Like if one of them never had a ring, didn't have a ring, then I would go for the son that right. didn't have the ring. And right. that's the only way I would really... Right say right. I have a preference. Other than that, there I would you go. No, no, mama, you're spoiled. Oh. You got two very talented sons and you got a couple of grandkids over there. You're spoiled, mama Kelsey. That's what's wrong with you. She is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about somebody else my, who may have been out of pocket or on the money, but probably out of pocket. So the mayor of Cincinnati, Mr. Perival, earlier in the week proclaimed Sunday they got to play us day as the Bengals took on the Chiefs. In his proclamation, the mayor pointed to Mahomes, who at the time was 0-3 against quarterback Joe Burrow, joking that officials have asked Burrow to take a paternity test to confirm whether he is Mahomes' father. So Travis didn't like that, and Mahomes didn't like that. Mahomes is very upset. You know, Mahomes doesn't really say too much. 
you know, Travis told him all. Oh, Travis. Oh, Travis addressed it. Yes. He, he's got some words for the mayor and told him to shut your mouth. You jabroni. That's right. And, That's right. You know, he put him in his place. Oh, yes. And the oh, rock yes, co-sign. Now, I, we all agree that that Travis was on the money. Now, right. what right. about the mayor? Was he out of pocket or on the money? The mayor was totally out of pocket. The mayor, in the first place, the mayor need to shut up and just say he's proud of his team, whether they win or lose or whatever. OK, he going personal. He hitting below the bed and, and plus he talking fool talk. OK, right. right. Um, no, he was out of pocket. That's it on the mayor. But that's all right. You know, he 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 messed with the wrong one. And that's why now we know it's Arrowhead. It ain't Burrowhead. It's Arrowhead. And that's why. Guess what? Patrick's father, he's smoking his Joe Burrow. <laughs> Okay, he's smoking his Joe Burrow. Okay, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Oh, I thought it was and so funny. The father was hilarious. If I still smoke that smoke one with you, uh, Papa Mahomes. If I still <laughs> smoke that smoke one with you, uh, right now the best I could do for you is an edible. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. All right, uh, listen, I'm in agreement. The man didn't have any business sleeping that low. Just like, kidding. he could have, no. you know, root no, for your team. It was totally inappropriate. That, that's, it was on. totally inappropriate. Yeah. It was totally inappropriate. And that's why Travis got him. Yeah. That's Travis, why Travis like got that. him. Like, come on. Okay, and we're still keeping with the game, Ma. So, you know Tony Romo. Well, people oh, on oh, Twitter... Please. Oh, no, please. People on Twitter were saying that he nearly uttered the n-word on live television during the cbs broadcast of the afc championships between obviously the chiefs and the Bengals. and romo is the cbs analyst my this man is making 18 million a year and just want to let you know he started off a couple years ago and everybody was saying romo's doing an excellent job he's great at this he's great at this but he seems to have fallen off and people have criticized him for just talking gibberish so it appears that Tony Romo was referring to a running back, Isaiah Pacheco, pulled off an incredible run during a pivotal moment. And he said, the extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play, right there. You got three in. Talked about this. The best tackling team, they didn't miss tackles, and that could be the difference. Now, what? He was going to say. What was he going to say let me, there? Let me, I'm going to say two the three things. Three in. The he three was going in. to say. He was going to say two. He said, he's going to say, I thought he said three. You said two. He said three. He said three. Okay, right. I thought he said three. He, said he was going to say, you have three in, engaged men. <laughs> and get, you have three men engaged. He wasn't going to say anything else. And this is what I'm going to say oh, to gosh. you, Tony Romo. Tony Romo, listen to me. A slip of the lip gonna sink your ship that's all i'm gonna say to you a slip of the lip tony romo okay all right does it sound like lip. he was gonna say a that slip of the lip. no he's gonna say engaged i know he was gonna say three in get in in engaged you got it and i think he said <laughs> nip. he said three nip. He said, no nip. oh oh no no he was gonna three say three, three no three Nice men. <laughs> Not nice. That's what he was going to say. Right. I know that. Because Tony Romo knows what's on the line. Oh, oh bigger gosh. Fish him. Bigger fish than him. Have, people have cut bait with bigger fish than him. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. So he better understand. Tony Romo, hear me. Okay. I know you don't know me. Oh, I don't know what you know, really. But I'm assuming that you don't. But I'm going to tell you this Tony Romo, a slip of the lip is going to sink your ship. Yeah. Okay. Now you remember that. And see, you remembered it before you got the whole word out. Right. Keep yeah. it in mind. Keep it in mind. Don't Something. have too many beers or too many cocktails. Keep it in mind. A slip of the lip is well, going to sink your shit. I hope he wasn't drunk on air. I don't, I don't know he what was he drunk, was. But... I don't know what he was, but he better brand that in his head. And remember remember that. You ain't home, Tony Romo. You ain't home. Okay? I'm my listen. I'm hoping I don't know what happened, but it sounded real close to something that he shouldn't have said. Yeah, well, so I, thought, I, I addressed it in the way that you know that I'm going to address it, and that's what I'm going to say to him. Okay, because <laughs> I know he was saying in engaged or not nice or something. He got his tongue twisted up there. Something happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my, we're going to switch to something uh, that is definitely a little more um, on the sadder side. Uh, so Lisa Marie Presley uh, left several life insurance policies totaling up to about $35 million. Um, She was $4 million in debt at the time of her death. Um, and so when once all of her um, debts are you know cleared, she should there should have been around $30 million left from the life insurance policies. Uh, they allege that she blew through $100 million um, and that she was taking opioids at the time of her death and lost approximately 40 to 50 pounds. Yes, yes. So, um, what do you want me to say, daughter? Yeah. That, I, that whole that, thing is so sad. What do you want me to say? It's very sad. Um, so it just, so, it just seemed like she was sad all the way through. The only thing that I could say is that she has her I, children. You know, well, no, what, I, what I was going to say was the policies were left to her three kids. Um, Riley, obviously the oldest one, and then her 14 yeah. year old twins were named beneficiaries yeah. and will receive equal amounts. Since the twins are minors, the money will go into a trust. Right. This is where a family conflict is starting to erupt. As we reported that Lisa created a trust in 2010, this is from TMZ, um, naming her mom and her former business manager, Barry Siegel. Um, as the, uh, the beneficiaries, Elisa amended the trust in 2016. The administrators of the, the administrators. Of the I'm sorry. Right, I'm sorry. right. I got, you. No, I got you. Lisa, thanks for that. Uh, Lisa amended the trust. So in Danny, 2016. Danny wants to step in. Their father, right? No. Oh, cutting, okay. cutting Presley and Siegel out as trustees and naming her daughter Riley and son Benjamin in their place. And you know, Benjamin has Benjamin's gone. Right, right. As we reported, Priscilla filed legal docs challenging the validity of the amendment. Presumably, she still wants to be a trustee of what now amounts to a fortune. So what are okay. your thoughts on that? Uh, you know what? That's hard. I I I, I don't know. Um if if I was Priscilla, um if I was Priscilla, I'd leave it alone. Because where are we standing now? We're standing with um Riley, the oldest daughter. Is that right. where we at? Yes, and Riley is 33. She's married. Yeah. And yeah. Right. She yeah. Has a child. Riley are the two kids from her um her first husband. Correct. But 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 even though her and the husband divorced, her and the husband got back together. Um That's true. I, I, I'm I I I would rather you know what? Some people will say the grandmother to me, 
No, I, I would rather leave it to, to Riley. I don't know. The reason I'd rather leave it to Riley is because the grandmother is not only is that the grandmother is older, but I would want to defer to my daughter's wishes. She was estranged. They said pretty much. Estranged? They, Who was estranged? They, they were, uh, sorry, Lisa Marie pretty much was estranged from Priscilla uh, at the time. Right, right. right. Be, okay, good, good. Now, you didn't give me that information before, but that's luckily not, I was in, No, that's okay, because I was insightful enough to realize that if she left it to that daughter, it was mm -hmm. a reason. Mm -hmm. She had a reason for it. And I would, uh, see, if I was the mother, I would just defer to my daughter's wishes because there was a reason. Whatever problems Lisa Marie had, she was uh, basically of sound mind, you know, enough to make those kind of decisions. I mean, no crazy than most of us are, you know, and um, and Riley has not demonstrated herself to be a person who is just out there wild and crazy. You know, she, no, she's a working actress. Well, that's what I'm saying. So to me, uh, grandma need to step back because she ain't doing nothing but being money grubbing. Okay, let's call it what it is. And okay? those are her grandkids. And I, that's what I'm talking about. Grandma ain't, grandma ain't doing nothing but being money grubbing and she need to step back. If that's me, if that was me and my kids and grandkids and carrying on, I would defer to whatever my, however my daughter had it set up. I wouldn't contest it. I wouldn't challenge it unless she left it to, uh, 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 you know, somebody who was on drugs or just totally mentally unstable or somebody, a known uh, criminal crook, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. None of those things apply. She yeah. left it to her um, stable oldest daughter and I would leave that alone mm -hmm. and I would leave that alone. Yeah, you know. I'm surprised. I hate to hear of, um, you know, things like this. I hate to hear about, you know, listen, families. Priscilla, listen, and I have money. a different... I, you know, I have a different take on the whole thing because let me yeah. tell you, because Priscilla was taught to be money grubbing because she was a 14 year old minor when her parents let her come over and live with Elvis Presley. OK, she was a 14 year old kid. And that's fact. That's mm -hmm. documented fact. That wasn't about nothing but money. OK, because he was he was rich. And that's that's how she's been raised. And he was an adult. He her. was young, but he was right, a, right, young right. adult. But anyhow, that's what's in her. Okay. So that's her mindset. You got me? That's been her mindset and then pumped into her from early on. So I would be looking at her sideways anyhow. But it's no reason to question her daughter's decision. You know, not saying that any of us made good decisions, you know, always. But that decision, it appears to be sound. And those are her kids. And I would leave that alone. I wouldn't challenge that. No way. No way. If I was broke and needed some money and destitute and didn't have no place to stay or this or that, then I would just say, look, you know, uh, you know, granddaughter, you know, break me off a little few dollars and, you know, help me, you know, set me up in a place or whatever because I'm your grandma and I'm broke or whatever. You, you understand? I would yeah. just have that talk, you know, if that was the case. You know, I'm not yeah. saying that's the case, but and I'm I wonder, if that was. But I wouldn't challenge my daughter's uh, wishes. And that's her daughter's wishes. I wouldn't challenge that. No. My, my, and I wonder who benefited or who profited from this Elvis movie, the latest Elvis movie that came out. I don't know. But, I don't know. But whatever. But whatever is the case, probably, you know, probably, you know, uh, Lisa Marie. But whatever the case is, whatever Lisa Marie's part is going to go to her kids. That's yeah, all. That's you know true. what I mean? It's going to go to her kids. So, you know, but, you know, you can pretty much figure that. But, you know, like I said, those are 
that's Lisa Marie's, those are Lisa Marie's kids and those are Pris Priscilla's uh, grandkids. And, and she needs, she needs to step back. She needs to step back, leave that alone. Yeah. I'm, I'm in total agreement on that. I don't, there's no opposition for me on that. Right. Um, okay. We're going to shift to uh, something not anywhere near as serious and severe. Um, Mr. Steph Curry and Aisha Curry, Ma. All um, right. What are the Currys doing? Well, they wrote a letter to Atherton, California, um, opposing the construction of a multifamily townhome. And so the owner of- Multifamily what? Townhome. Yes, the owner of a 1.3 acre lot has proposed to build 16 townhouses directly behind the Curry's property. The Curry's property is over $30 million. Uh, and in a letter obtained by the Almanac, Curry and I don't want those low income people near them. Well, pretty much. They voiced their opposition to the project. They told local officials they have major concerns in terms of both privacy and safety with three-story townhomes looming directly behind us. And that zip code uh, is one of the most expensive zip codes in the country. So what's going to be the price range of these townhomes? Why are the well, Curry's worried? What are they well, going to be low-income housing? Well, they said that they can't possibly be low-income housing because the land is worth it's 8 so million, but right. it will be much lower than than theirs. Than theirs. Than theirs. And, and than other neighbors who are, there's billionaire neighbors too. And so, oh, and so the Curry's who are near... They're the, worried about yeah. the density. That's what they're worried about, supposedly. The density. They're worried about the density? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's going to be too many people per square feet, mm -hmm. right? What, and, what, and and the curries will be crowded. Tell the curries to keep their ass in their house, <laughs> and they won't be crowded at all. They have lots of room right there, lots of square footage right there. You know where they're going to go roaming around the neighborhood. They can so, stay home so and, and be and have lots of room, not be crowded, not worry about the density at all. Well, so the, the issue is a lot of people found out about this on Twitter and they were letting the Currys have it. Was it okay. out of pocket so, or won the money for the out of Twitter pocket. trolling? Out of pocket. The Twitter out trolling? No, not the Twitter trolling. Oh, no, the Twitter trolling is fine. Okay. The Currys are out of pocket. The, the Currys should have stepped back because, listen, even if they, look, you know they are not of the people anymore because they filthy rich, okay? They ain't about the hood and the people and, and they ain't even about the middle income or the upper middle income, okay? So no. forget about all that. But here's the thing. This is where they were so stupid. Why they step out publicly and do that? They could have did that behind behind the scenes. Okay, they could have well, done. They could have lobbied against that behind the scenes. They did yeah. not have to write a public letter right. and do this and do that. So guess what? You step out and do that, you get what you deserve. Right. You you get it. You stepped out and let it be known that you are opposed to this, that, and the other thing. You know, because they don't have the people maybe six digits instead of seven or eight or whatever. You know, no, no. You deserve what you get. You deserve to be trolled. Eat them up, Twitter. You deserve that. And, you know, and I, and I really like the, the Currys and particularly I do Steph. I, but, I, you know, but, I, I like but, that. But, but um, call it for yeah, what it is. they're very spoiled and pampered. Yeah, call it for point. what it is. Yeah. And if they want to live like that, there's plenty, you know, ranches and estates that they can buy, you know, where they're so far away from everybody, they don't even that know it's private. what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they right. can do that. So, yeah. So, you know, let them just go straight to hell. Go ahead. <laughs> 
or wherever they want to go. Like, go yeah, I I was a little bit disappointed in this because yeah. I think like you know y'all are going too far. You know, um, I, I don't understand care. that you. I don't care which one of them do it. Looks, listen, I can compartmentalize. Yes, I'm fine. The Curry's, there's the sweet family. I love them very much. But yeah, they are out of pocket. But this right here, out of pocket. Oh, completely. We we know. We like I said, we know how pampered and spoiled they are. So we'll I'll okay. just leave that alone. All right. Okay. Uh so my there, there is also um some Oscar controversy. Um, I don't Uh-oh. know if you heard about it. Um, uh, I think I mentioned this to you. Well, what's so, um so the Oscars are navigating choppy waters yet again. Um, this time over the best actress nomination to Andrea Riseborough for her performance in the acclaimed but largely unwatched film to Leslie. Now to Leslie is getting a lot of, you know, play, talk, people are, are hearing all about it. But people are a little bit upset because this nomination came out of nowhere. And mainly it came through social media. So just days—it's what we call a grassroots domination. The yes, people, the correct. people, not the critics. Okay, Co- correct. Just yeah. days before the Oscar nominations were announced, Gwyneth Paltrow shared a post uh, after watching the film, saying, "I'm stunned by all of the performances. Andrea should win every award there is, and all the ones that haven't been invented yet." And then there were other celebrities that jumped on as uh, Amy Adams, Kate Hudson, Jennifer Aniston, and Edward Norton. And a lot of people are just They upset. jumped on in support of the and, film, right? Co- correctly. Of course. Right, right. and a lot right. of people were upset because most nominations are high budget, high visibility campaigns, usually mounted by Oscar hopefuls. And this just pretty much was word of mouth and social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, that's what and, we call the people. And the the film, people came, did it, And yeah. before all of this happened, the film had only grossed $23,000. And so, now? And now, well, it's a lot of people are watching. Counting, I have numbers. Still counting, right, right, right. And counting, right. Right, okay. right. And then the one of the critics says, though, is uh, maybe she took the slot from a Black woman, in particular, either Viola Davis or... Uh, the of Danielle Dewey Willer. I don't have her name in front of me. Yeah, I got um, you. Until, till, yeah. Until, right. The lead until, yeah. Correct. Uh, what maybe are your she thoughts? Did. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Why didn't one of those other ones uh, make right, it? Right, right, right. And right, right, right. And know? it's just been a whole big thing. You know, Christina Ritchie said that she felt like that was, you know, pretty much out of pocket for them to go after her. Uh, she did nothing wrong, Andrea. She had a really great performance. Maybe they there was need, someone else. To, maybe right. there was someone else whose spot didn't need to be there, but her spot, Andrea, she right. did a good job. Right, now, right. And that's exactly kind of how I feel about it. And yeah. and let's not even turn this particular incident into anything racial, okay? Because I didn't hear those uh, other names before, you know? And right. so uh, what I will say is let the people be heard. Let the people be heard. Her nomination is more genuine than many of the other ones. All right. You know? Because it's about, like I said, it's a grassroots nomination. It's because of the popularity among the people and not for any kind of orchestrated, you know, deep pocket uh, endeavor, you know, by uh, interested parties or whatever. This was the people who just was feeling the movie. So, you know, you know what? Feeling so, the performance. And that's, to, and that's just it. 
to me, they're using her as a scapegoat for a lot of their arch archaic ways of campaigning, and they spend right. and millions to, and of to dollars discourage, and to discourage others from doing right. it. Right, they spend yeah. millions of dollars on campaigning for these Hollywood uh, big budget movies. Uh, right. The Marilyn, like Anna D. Armas, who played Marilyn Monroe, that was a big budget film. Um, obviously. I don't know how much of the budget was, but we know that we've been seeing Kate Blanchett every minute for Tar and Fablemans. We know what Michelle Williams, who I love, uh, but we know that that was a big budget film is that Steven yeah. Spielberg yeah. put out. Absolutely. You know, and so I'm listening Absolutely. to these people and I'm just like, no. Like I said, this no, is no, a grassroots. No, no. It's one that the people love. The people right. love it and the people brought it along and right. pushed it to prominence. And so, no, you know. Right. No. If there's anybody who, um, you know, you can replace, I wouldn't replace her. If there's anybody else who, you know, she took somebody's spot. To me, she didn't take anybody's spot. I, don't, I didn't like that. To me, there's no such thing. And uh, how many spots do you have? Oh, and, 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 and okay, you got five spots. And did you compare her performance to all those other five people? Or did you, or did you compare pocketbooks, lobbying? special right. interests you know right. so eh, no i think this is i, I say i'm I say hoping no, i'm like you i'm mm -hmm. hoping that this turns out to be much to do about nothing and then if they have really have an issue with things like moving forward you know they have to kind of account for social media and technology when they were talking about campaigns because when they came out with these rules before they didn't have that they didn't have instagram uh, they didn't have go. twitter there you go there so. you go yeah i'm with you all right okay well, and let's see let's see how they resolve it yeah, okay. let's see. But they're they're gonna we're gonna find out today, but we'll we'll let everybody know next week. Anyway, okay. all right, Ma. So finally, uh, do you know a Lato? Do you know the rapper Lato? I don't think so. What does Lato rap? What does he say? I call them all singers? Well, you it's, know, a, it's a it's let a, me quit. It's a, it's what does a, Lato rap? It's a female, um big D big D energy. The and Mariah Carey. That's the name, that's the name beat. of it. And Mariah Carey is singing along with it? Well, they're using her beat. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's probably Lato. I don't okay, know. Okay, well, but whatever. Anyway, so she's, uh, you she's know a what? young I may rapper. have heard that. I may have heard that. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she posted a photo on Instagram in which you could see through to her, her leopard panties. And yeah. she wore another outfit a couple days later um, with her panty line showing. And some lovely trolls noticed it, thinking that it was the same pair of panties. Of course, my people do wash their panties. Even uh, but, if it was, right. Uh, right. But people right. were saying it was the same. So she showed uh, inside her drawers where she had several pair of the same pattern of panties. But people right. were still bothering her. So she decided that she was going to auction off a pair of her used panties on eBay. That was so funny. So do you think this was out of pocket or on the money? I think it was on the money. I think it was on the money within the context of that type of banter. Okay. Because why are you questioning anybody's underwear? Right. And especially you talking about little tiny little panties that do you know you can wash and dry them in 20 minutes? Right. You know, what, what 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 is the thing? Why are you questioning whether somebody has new or old or clean or dirty? I mean, where are you going with that? 
That's right. ridiculous. That's that ridiculous. So. so since so since they were trying to, you know, throw shade at her or they were throwing shade at her, then I think that's cute that she, you know, that she said, okay, so I, you know what? You won't have to question the more because I'm going to auction the more for the eBay. I think that was very cute. I thought it was very, and yeah. so far, Ma, at the time of this recording, it's up to $100,000. Go ahead, girl. I think girl. that was very cute. I yeah. love that. That's I very cute. I did. Yeah, too. I don't know. I don't know how much you'll actually collect on eBay, but anyway, yeah. I think that was very cute. That's that was good. I like it. I like her response. Very clever, and 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 you know what? And very tongue in cheek. You know, she she's able to laugh at herself, and I love a, a self deprecating person. That is really good. That that's good. Whatever your personality is, that helps you when you can laugh at yourself. That's I, I like thing. that too. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So Ma, um, we have a couple more little segments and it is pretty much all about Valentine's Day. Um, the all first, right. the first oh, one yeah. coming is, up. Yeah. Okay. The first one is for Naomi Knows Best. Okay. So here's a little letter here. Let's go with it. Bring dear, it on. Dear Naomi, my question is simple. My boyfriend of six months hates Valentine's Day. And when we first hmm. started dating, I pretended I hated Valentine's Day too. Truth is... Uh. Uh, I'm a hopeless that's the beginning of her. That's the beginning of her problem already because she was being fake. Okay, go ahead. Well, truth is, I'm a hopeless romantic who loves chocolates and roses. I mm -hmm. even love I the big, know. oversized red teddy bear. Well, okay. I agreed that we wouldn't celebrate V-Day this year, but I hate the thought of not celebrating. Now I'm afraid he'll think I'm a liar and question our relationship if I bring it up. Should I speak up and let him know I want to celebrate Valentine's Day or keep it to myself because it's superficial and a man-made holiday? What should I do? Well, when you say a man-made holidays, I have the feeling that all these holidays were man-made. Well, some people But anyway, I have that funny feeling. Okay, but anyway, okay. She should tell him. I would tell him because what could end up happening and probably will, is that she's going to feel slighted or left out or overlooked on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be her own fault for being dishonest. Because, you know, not every man is going to say, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Let me get you something after you told him that you don't care about Valentine's Day. Right. Depending right. upon the guy, he might not get you anything if you tell him you do like it. All right. But but if you've already said something like that, you know, I don't know anything about the guy, but that will give him a chance to wiggle out of it. Okay. Right. Or not even respond to it. I would tell him that, you know, I was not being completely open with him. I really enjoy Valentine's Day. I enjoy candies, chocolates, dinner, and all the little cute and sexy things that people do on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I would just tell him. Let me be honest with you. Now that, you know, we've been seeing each other for six months, I just want you to know, I do enjoy Valentine's Day. I do like to have it observed. And I would name little cutesy things, you know, and, and leave it there. But I would not keep it to myself because then I'm going to feel some kind of way because I know I enjoyed the holiday and I know I would have appreciated it if me and him could have, you know, had our little cute, sexy celebration together. So I would tell him, I definitely. 
I listen, my and plus she and plus she was being dishonest. Listen, I've had without going too much into my business, I've had a similar experience where I've said, Oh no, don't worry about that. Don't worry about yeah. that holiday. And, yeah, yeah. And they, and they didn't worry and about that holiday. About it. And, and, then, and you was feeling, and you was feeling very upset. Yes, yes. that's right. Don't so, do it. Don't, don't say do what it. you don't mean to these men. Don't yeah. do it. No, you know, just, just, you know, just confess, you know, just say, you know, well, you know, I really do enjoy it and, and, uh, and see where he goes with it. That's all. Yeah. Okay. I mean, at my, that's just and good she, advice and she, simple she advice. Dug, she dug herself into that hole. Yeah. But, but a uh, lot of women do that. Like sometimes trying to be cute. Yeah. And, trying to be easy on the yeah. guy. Trying to let him know that, yo, you, you don't have to worry about me. I'm low maintenance. I don't care about those things. No, he he could survive getting, you know, some type of little, he doesn't have to, you know, uh, get you, uh, you know, uh, oh, uh, overnight at the Four Seasons or this or that. You know, he can get you, you know, some nice chocolates and beer and, you know, wine, roses and have a little sexy night or whatever, a little cutesy Victoria's Secrets or whatever you wear, you know, or don't wear, whatever they do. Or hit Adam oh. and Eve up and get some cute toys or whatever you do, you know. Oh, you wow, ma. Oh, yeah, Adam you can do a lot of cute okay. things, you know. All yeah. right. Charlotte okay. Webb for you know the you know help enhance the party, you know edible like everybody gets. What is you. going on here? Okay. But I'm saying there's many okay. things he can do where he won't have to break the bank and y'all could have a nice time. That's all I'm saying. Well, speaking of breaking the bank, ma, that was a really good segue. Um, on Valentine's Day, Americans are predicted to spend nearly $26 billion. And the average consumer, and they've only taken the survey between the ages of 25 to 44, are expecting to spend about $300 per person. Is Valentine's Day? This Valentine's Day, yes. Okay. So here okay. are the top seven things that they say they're going to buy. Okay, go. Num number seven is clothing. Okay. Number six. Well, clothing, I'm going to figure that that's sexy stuff. Lingerie, whatever. yeah. Yeah, yeah. N number six, gift cards. Number five, okay. jewelry. Okay. Number four, an evening out. Okay. Number that evening out is going to cost them a penny. Yeah. Right. Number three, flowers. Okay, always. Number two. Well, flowers go with most anything, right? Right. Okay. Number two, greeting cards. Okay. And number one, candy. Wonderful. Yeah, right. so that's they, what they say. Even, even a broke person to bring you maybe a little box of candy and, a, and, a, and one rose if they can't afford the whole dozen <laughs> and whatever. But listen, you know what? You know what, daughter, as we're talking, mm -hmm. I got engaged to your father on valentine's day oh no oh i have to take i i got engaged to your father on valentine's day you know dad is listening to he's gonna listen to this episode well well let him hear it he knows it so okay so when you say jury yeah yeah you can get all types of jury and i guarantee that valentine's day is a popular day for proposals yeah of course of yes. Course, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So I, you got proposed to. Oh no, it wasn't Valentine's Day. Okay, never mind. I was thinking you got proposed to on Valentine's Day. No, it was not. No. It was in June. Uh, right? Yes, it was. Okay. 
Okay, go ahead. All right. All right. Okay, but we're going to help out the men now, okay? Well, the women too. So well, we there we is, always help out everybody. There, men and women. You know, okay. I like my surveys. So we're gonna we're going to askmen.com and here's a here's 17 foods never to order on a first date. All right, Ma. I want okay. you to tell me if you agree. I, I know one. What about living? Let's go. I know a couple, but go ahead. Something your date can't eat. For example, something that contains gluten. Whatever. Okay. How are you gonna know? Okay. Yeah, Number I don't know how you know that, but I agree. Go ahead. Number 16, messy finger foods such as buffalo wings or ribs. Right. Definite. Definite, I, I agree. But I like to eat ribs. Yeah, you. but on your first date, you're going to chomp it down on some ribs? Mm, I guess not. I no. mean, you might if you don't don't care about <laughs> making an impression. After you, see, after you see the guy, you might tell him to bring you some damn ribs. You don't care what the hell you eat in front of whoever the date might be. Oh my, I was out with a, a couple but of it's, if it's a date, Oh, if it's a date you think is sexy and cute, you ain't going to order that. Listen, my, I was out what? with a couple of females, um, and this was a while ago. We were at somewhere in New York, and I was eating some wings, some, oh, <laughs> some oh. Hennessy wings, and they were rolling nah, their eyes. I know you clean those bones. I know that. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Well, that might have got you a second date. I don't know. I ain't gonna mess with that. No, I was with a couple of women and we were just hanging oh. out, but they were rolling okay. their eyes at me while I was they who the women? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, anyway. I don't know what y'all was doing, but just well, guess on. what? Guess what? My, I'm no longer friends with them. Okay, All that's right. what I thought. Mm -hmm. my, my friends I have <laughs> okay. now, they love me for who I am. Okay, there you go. <laughs> So okay. number number fifteen, fruits from odd <laughs> or unique exotic animals like snails or frog yeah. legs. Yeah, don't do that because you don't I know. I love exactly. it. Yeah, you, I mean, you might love it, but you don't know how you're going to react to it and how they're going to react to it. <laughs> no, you you keep it keep it more you know mainstream. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Number number fourteen, uh, gross meats, tripe or pig feet. Yeah, don't don't do those. So those are the you know slimy, and you got to be picking and you know and sucking them down and inhaling <laughs> stuff and all that. Mm. Wait till you get to know the person. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, my number thirteen. The most expensive thing on the menu, for example, lobster. Oh yeah. Well, you don't want to do that unless you just want to. You know, it sends a signal. <laughs> It sends a message. The message it sends is that you either trying to get something that you don't usually have because you know it's expensive, or either you try to get them accustomed to, <laughs> you know, spending a lot of money or something. Nah, skip the lobster. Go ahead. Yeah, I wouldn't even do that with people that I know. Um, if it's a date, you know, somebody that I've been dating for a while is different. But even right. like if somebody said I'm going to take you out like as a friend, I wouldn't do that. No, you, know, you don't want to do this this surf and turf and all that stuff. You're not trying to do that. Not on the first date. Go ahead. Foods number twelve, my foods that make you gassy: Brussels sprouts or oh, baked Brussels beans <laughs> and baked beans. Oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't deal with that either. My wait, you the audience doesn't know I do make a lot of Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Yeah, this is the Brussels sprout queen over here. Okay, go ahead. Saute too. She sautés them all the time. Not not saute marinade. They marinate too. Okay. But I don't eat beans. So. Okay. 
All right, number Nancy, 11. Nancy, I love beans. I like Brussels sprouts, okay? But I love beans, but not go, not on a date. I don't think no. I've ever had beans on a date. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By the time I've seen beans, you was more than a regular date. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> number 11, shellfish. Beans is what you eat when you're not trying to impress anybody. That's for sure. Right. Shellfish, my number 11. I don't know. I, I get that one. I'd, I'd stay away from fish completely. I'd stay away from fish completely. Really? On a first, this is a first date, right? Yes, even salmon? I'd stay away from fish just because it's fish. Go ahead. All right. Uh, number 10, my fast food. And the reason is because it makes you look cheap. What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd go intermediate. I'd stay away from fast food. I mean, if it's somebody that I feel that sorry for that we got to eat fast food, I, you know, I'm I'm really not dating the way I should be. <laughs> it's not that's not a date. That's something you pick up. Oh, I just want to grab something. Oh, I'm hungry. You know, that's not a date. You don't do a date for fast food. Is that a date? <laughs> no. Unless you unless you ten or twelve. I mean, what what date? No. Yeah. Okay. Num number nine. Food that's spicier than you can handle. That, yeah, because you don't know what may happen. You might ruin your date. <laughs> It might be the end of that might be an early evening if you pick the wrong thing. Because you know what you got going there. Mm -mm. Oh, I don't love spicy that. food. I do too, but don't do that because you don't know. <laughs> Stay with what you know. Not unless you know you're good with spicy food. You don't know when you might get an attack or something that you never had before, too. And all spices aren't created equal. You don't know. Well, well you you're got right. that right. Of course. That's the oh. whole thing. Oh my gosh, my way. Here's one too that I'm the victim of. I, uh, slurpy soups, ramen, or fuck. <laughs> no, but you don't. You don't have that on a first date. No, I'm. I'm not having any kind of thing saucy and liquidy and sloppy to eat. No, I don't want none of that anyway. I, I don't want any of that on any date. But just in case I was the type of person, you know, I won't even eat misu or, you know, anything like that. I won't even eat a regular soup, you know. I, you know, uh-uh. You like wonton soup. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I won't eat it on a uh -oh. first date. No. Yeah, you're right. Just, just yeah. the whole thing of soup, you know, slurping it. But, you know, come on. No, I mean, you know. You don't have to slurp it, but, you know, you're spooning it. And, uh, that's enough. Mm -hmm. I don't know, because, you know, it's funny because... Some men say, oh, they want to see the woman eat. They want, you know, and then others well, they want, you're always well, nervous. No, 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 no. Here's just two different things to yes. me. Now, I interpret that two different ways. There's one thing of wanting to see a woman confident enough to eat in front of the man. Because a lot of women, when they go on the first day, oh, just to get salad. Oh, I don't want, you know, and they just like scared that we chomp down in front of the man. No, yeah. that's not being scared to eat. That's eating sloppy stuff. There's two different things. Now I'm gonna eat, okay? Oh, I'm eating. Oh, I'm not. I'm not having no date. That oh, oh, I can't eat in front of him. Oh, ooh, oh no, hell no. I will be eating, okay? But I will not get anything to where I gotta use all my fingers. And I'm oh, that's up. fun. Yeah, not uh, on the first day. I know, not, you know. I not, I yeah, but let but me, I'm going to eat. Let me. I am going to eat, definitely. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Okay, uh, so number seven, the same thing as your date. I'm going to order what the hell I want. 
if I well, want they say because it's a way that you can like taste whatever your date has. Yeah, you'll taste back and thing, forth or whatever. It ruins but maybe that what, experience. But maybe that's that's a very sweet and wonderful way to take it. But maybe there's nothing else on the menu I want except what my <laughs> date ordered. Yeah, I don't know. Um, mo mostly the truth of it is, is that mostly I'm not trying to order what my date has. You know, most often. I, the only time I think I ever just ordered, had the same thing that my date has is when my date was copying what I had, oh. not me copying what they had. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Excuse it's me. been that way. It's not, no, I'm going to order what I want and I'm going to think it through and order what I want. Um, But it, whether or not my date has, it would not really be, you know. But see, Mike, you are not a sharer of food. You don't, you're not, I've, I haven't seen you be one of those people who, you know, you've, you know, sit down. Not and from my plate. From my not from my plate. Fine. You, not from my plate. No, we can share an appetizer, but not from my plate. Not no. even a, a not even a date. You wouldn't do that. No. I don't know how much I know you yet. I don't know. Okay. It depends, and it depends on what it is. If it's something that's very separate and fried hard, or doesn't have a bunch of sauces and stuff or this or that, or, you know, you didn't touch it, or I didn't touch it, or something like that. It depends on how it goes down, you know. Yeah. It can go down a lot of different ways, you know. Okay. Number six, foods that are highly pungent. French onion soup, garlic bread, etc. That's just a, a given. You, yeah, that's a given that you stay away from that. Yeah. Or or uh, if you or if you have that, just have some good, strong, you know, breath mints. Right. Yeah, I I wouldn't like I I would have it. Well, you might now, you might but not, not in the because, beginning because sometimes the sometimes it goes to more than your breath. Sometimes it could be your hands or your this or your that. You know, whatever. But go ahead. Yeah, but right, that's no, good. That's good. Number five foods that make you burp like soft drinks, but soft drinks is not a food. But I guess no. it's a beverage. Well, I'm gonna or beer. I, I, if I know for sure that it's something that makes me belch, I will not do deal with it on a first date. Okay. You know, if I need to belch, I'll wait till I get home. You know, go ahead. And then if I'm going home with the date, then it doesn't matter anymore about the belching. Go ahead. N number four, anything <laughs> anything in a red sauce, spaghetti, lasagna, et cetera. That, that's right. Nope, don't mess with them on a the first date. Yeah, because that'll cause be all on you. Down. It'll be, and, it'll be on yeah. you. That's right. Yeah, especially yeah. spaghetti. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Okay, number three, too big to eat items, like a big stacked triple burger or, oh, you know, yeah. gigantic sandwiches. That, right, right. Something yeah. that you can't put all, you know, you got to either open your mouth, be real gross, or you got to cut it with a knife and a fork when it's made mainly a sandwich, you know. Yeah. It gets to be too much. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Go ahead. Number two, too much dairy, fondue, cheese plates, milk. You got to go easy with that kind of stuff. That's right. Yeah. You don't know how you're going to react to that dairy. I agree with that. And number one, Ma, this is surprising. Boring foods, salads, chicken nuggets, etc. Oh, vanilla ice cream. Right, right. I agree with that too. Be who you are and have what you know you really like, you know, but just be mindful of the side effects, you know. That's all. Now, That's now all. Mom, we don't have a list right now, at least, but what type of foods can you eat? Because it seems like everything on here 
Is it like no, a, a lot no, of people? No, you, no, you can have a steak. It, you can I have, have a steak. Yes, you can have a steak. Can I get a tomahawk steak? Well, you don't have to get the biggest damn steak they got. Okay. You know, I mean, what's your thing? Can I get a nice ribeye? Yes. Why not? You can get a decent meat meal. Okay. But you don't. But what you do is you get you watch your portion. You watch your portion. Okay. You, you know, I like meat. meat. Well, but you watch your portion. Okay. It depends on what the guy means to you. I mean, do you know how much he makes? Do you know all this about him already? Do you know if he so comes in? If he coming in six, seven, eight figures, then I order, you know, how you like without being too much. It will be too much, no matter what. I don't. I think in the beginning, you don't. Well, you shouldn't be. To period. me, in the beginning, to me, to me portion, nice. portion is all important. If you know, if you're ordering something like that, then you get something that you can share. Like you mentioned about the sharing thing. You know, you got to get, you got to go into it, you know. On the, on the first then, date, I, price is important and I make sure that it's nothing, it's not the most expensive and not the least expensive. There you um, go. You know, try to be in the middle, but more towards the lower middle. Well, I got date, you. Right? I got you. And that is exactly correct. And yeah. don't be like some people who it doesn't matter what the price is, is whatever they're willing to spend because they date don't have a damn dime and they're paying for the date, okay? So then you need to be having your date at McDonald's. And you know you know, plenty of women like that. It don't matter what, what's being offered is whatever because it's ordered because it's whatever they're willing to pay for because their date is broke. Yes, yes, Their date I is know. broke, you know? Yeah. So if it's yeah. that type of ridiculousness, then all the rules are off. Right. You know, then you do how yeah. you want to do. Yeah. Ladies, make okay. sure that you can afford your meal when you go on this first date, just in case, because you never right. know. Right. Don't forget, if it's a first date, you don't know if he may, you don't know if those credit cards are maxed out, or uh, you don't know, you know, what's going on there. You don't know when you may have to either pay or wash dishes. So make sure you got your own meal covered, yeah. just in case. Your meal. Your meal, right. If you mess up, that's on him. Right. If anybody have to stay and wash dishes, it'll be him. <laughs> okay. All right, Ma. I need okay. you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon. And you know what? This is one that, you know, is out of left field. But you know what I enjoyed seeing? I saw beautiful, not really snow, but freezing rain. Now, normally you would say, oh, free God. Now, Ma, no, it's a winter storm warning let me going tell, on. Let me, tell you, let me tell you what happened with the freezing oh, rain. God. Once the freezing rain fell, it covered the area so beautifully. It just was a shiny, beautiful glisten all over everything. And it Ma. looked like ice skating rink. Ma, now, now, I didn't say it wasn't dangerous and, and you know, people were immobilized. And nobody could go anywhere, but it was nature and it was just beautiful to look at. But back to my original, the sun, the stars and the moon. That's it, sweetie. Go ahead. You're funny, my. Okay. Uh, number one, the N NFC and AFC. Oh, and Patrick games. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. That's right. Okay. Okay. All right. That's number one. Uh, number two, Viola Davis is getting a Peacemaker spinoff for her character, Amanda Waller. Congratulations to her. Mom, remember the Peacemaker on HBO Max with John Cena? Yes. You know that she's going yes. to he did Davis. cool dance and everything. Right. Yes. Viola yes. Davis will be getting a spinoff from the Peacemaker. Okay. 
Oh, so, good for her. And then number three, Michael B. Jordan on SNL. I loved his opening monologue. That and the opening monologue was really funny. Yeah, it was really good. So Ma, is there anything that you want to tell people besides to be careful and not really go ice skating here? I want to tell everybody to, um, oh, I'm not going to share it, but I'll share it with you on uh, Friday. On no, Fr Saturday, Ma. Oh, Saturday. That's right. I'll share it with you Saturday when we talk again. Uh, I'm going to have some information for you um, because it's just, uh, once again, something that should never leave our consciousness. And that's Tyree Nichols and the legacy of hate that continues to go on in this country. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, at the end of the segment, go in without giving you the information that I said I was going to give you. And I will be providing that information with you on Saturday when we speak again. But keep in mind, we have a lot of work to do and you are important and you are valuable and we can make it happen. We have got to start working on from the bottom to the top, systemic change in the way that these policemen are killing, not the way they're killing, but the way they're treating and handling black people and brown people. And we have to totally abolish the genocide that they're committing against the African-American community. That's it. That's it, daughter. That's it. Okay. Um, so thanks, guys, for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Peju. Uh, follow us on our YouTube channel, the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour at All Things Peju, guys. Um, guys, just be safe, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.